Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1085, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions and I answer them for you. And if you wanna send one in, I'm now accepting email questions. So you can email your question to health at oldpodcast.com. And I'm still accepting audio questions, of course. If you wanna send in an audio question, the short link is oldpodcast.com slash ask. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call and leave a message by dialing 61-I-LOVE-OHD. I love listening to and responding to your questions, so thank you so much in advance for sending those in. Let's jump right in and hear today's question as we optimize your life. Today's question came to me via email, health at oldpodcast.com. Steve writes, Hi, Dr. Neil, I consider myself to be very healthy. I eat almost entirely whole foods and exercise, normally some sort of rhythmic cardio interval training, every single day. Which leads to my question, are rest days really necessary? I believe I do a decent job of listening to my body and don't demand the same from it every day. If I'm sore, I take it easier and understand I'll be putting up fewer active calories on my Apple Watch during my morning workout, but I still get in some sort of sweat-inducing movement. However, I frequently hear about planned rest days and was wondering if it's mandatory that I spend one day a week doing nothing but walking and sitting. I really appreciate your podcast. It's such a positive way for me to start my mornings. Keep up the fantastic and meaningful work. Hi, Steve. Thank you so much for taking the time to send in your question and thank you so much for your kind words. I'm thrilled that you enjoy the podcast. And your question's perfect because we were sort of talking about a lot of this earlier this week. In fact, on yesterday's episode, episode 1084, I read to you a post from Ben Greenfield. And Ben was talking about using things like Apple Watches and other things that detect our measurements, that detect whether we got good sleep the night before or whether we need to amp up our workouts and how 
we may just need to listen to our bodies and not our Apple watches. But before I get to that, I wanna compliment you. The fact that you have been consistently active nearly every day is so impressive. Not only that, but it does sound like you're in tune with your body already. You mentioned that on days when you're feeling sore, you tone down your workouts by engaging in less intense activity. Listening to what your body is telling you is so important. Sometimes the brain overrides what the rest of our body is telling us. And this doesn't just apply to exercise. Think about the last time your body was telling you that you need to get to sleep. And instead, you fought and fought to keep your eyes open to finish that television show or movie or game on your phone. We are constantly ignoring these signals and that can lead to illness or injury. I know I have been guilty of doing this. But as you ask, Steve, in this case, is it necessary to take a full day to allow the body to recover? The short answer is no, but let's discuss further. So when we're active, the body naturally creates waste products and sometimes little tears in the muscles can happen. These little tears are often called micro tears and they're a natural part of the process, especially if you perform any kind of resistance training. Now the buildup of waste products and these micro tears can lead to inflammation. This means that the body's immune system starts kicking in to help clear these waste products and repair those micro tears in the muscles. We also have to remember that anytime we move, we're also using connective tissues like tendons and ligaments. So some do believe that we need to provide the body with an adequate rest period to help recover from this exercise-induced stress and to give our tendons and ligaments some time to recover. So according to the American College of Sports Medicine, or ACSM, even if you aren't feeling sore, proper recovery post-workout is important to prevent injury and maximize performance during the next exercise bout. It's important to remember that we need to find what works best for you. So this is all within the context of what works well for you. So what I'm about to share are general guidelines. And here are the recommendations. ACSM states that a recovery day does not need to involve relaxing on the couch. Instead, incorporating less intense activities is key. And yes, while walking is great for off days, it's not the only option. They also recommend yoga or active stretching. Or let's say running is your norm. You could instead go for a light jog on one of your recovery days. After a particularly intense session, the general rule is to allow the body 48 hours of rest before using the same muscle group again. Now that last part is key. 48 hours of rest before using the same muscle group. So if you were to completely fatigue your shoulders on Monday, then ACSM would say, don't perform shoulder-specific exercises for at least another 48 hours. So theoretically, you'd be good to perform some shoulder exercises by Thursday. But this also means that after you fatigue your shoulders, you could exercise again the next day and say, work the legs and completely stay away from any shoulder work. So again, complete rest may not be necessary. Instead, lowering the intensity and mixing things up by working different groups of muscles may be most important. Oh, and I should mention something about sleep here. Be sure at the very least you're getting seven hours of quality sleep most nights. When we're experiencing that deep restorative sleep that happens when we get at least seven hours a night, the body has a chance to repair itself. And that's when muscle growth truly happens. Now, there are some ways to know whether someone may be overtraining and is in need of a complete rest day. You know, the kind of rest day that actually does require adequate hydration, good nutrition, and just binging Netflix. 
When Henry Cavill was training to be Superman in the film Man of Steel, he was working out so intensely and was on such a restrictive diet, he claimed that he began experiencing severe mood swings. Sure enough, when we look at the research, this is a sign of overtraining. According to the American Council on Exercise, or ACE, there are some signs and symptoms to watch out for to see if you need an off day. The first, the aforementioned mood swings. If you're experiencing mood swings or feelings of depression that are unusual for you, consider giving your body some time to rest. If the feelings persist, this may mean there's something else going on, so definitely speak to a health professional if this is the case. Two, you experience soreness 48 hours after the workout. This is called delayed onset muscle soreness, or DOMS. If you don't feel sore immediately after the workout, but one or two days later, it likely means there was quite a bit of muscle tearing. This is why it's called delayed onset. It took a long time for those soreness feelings to pop up. Because of this micro tearing that's probably happening, your body may experience some inflammation as a result. And depending on where you're feeling most sore, you may need to rest your body to allow it to repair those tissues. Three, related to what I just mentioned about DOMS, if you find you're feeling sluggish the next day, it again may mean that you need some time off. You may not actually feel sore, but if you discover that it takes you a bit longer to move around the house and your head feels kind of fuzzy, it may be time to take a break. And lastly, if your normal routine feels like a challenge, then you probably need a rest day. I've personally experienced days like this. I'm going through my warm-up and I can't wait for the warm-up to end. Each second of my warm-up routine feels like an hour. I used to think, what's going on? Am I out of shape all of a sudden? Nope, it just means I better back off and think about completing a less intense workout or call it a day. So Steve, you're on the right track by being sure you're listening to your body. If you're not experiencing any of these signs or symptoms and feel great staying active every day, then keep it up. But if your body starts telling you it's time for an off day, definitely listen. As the character Cosmo Kramer from the hit sitcom Seinfeld would say, you know, I don't argue with the body, Jerry. It's an argument you can't win. He was right about that. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you so much for sending in your questions, Steve. You're gonna be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you wanna be in the raffle, send me a question. You can now email your question to health at oldpodcast.com or come by oldpodcast.com slash ask 
to record your audio question from your computer. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. Just dial 61-I-LOVE-O-H-D. All right, thank you so much for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. I hope you have a wonderful start to your weekend and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.